Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Locked In Podcast. Episode 13 here today. It's been a solid three weeks since my last episode. Uh, I've been grinding wrestling in school, both uh, taking up majority of my time. And then you need to fit sleep in there somehow, so had to get that in there as well. Uh, But episode 13 underway, guys. We're going to continue the podcast grind here. So let's, let's get started. And I'm going to start all these episodes from here on out with some type of news story that's like a funny news story. So I actually heard this one on the radio, so I'm not going to take credit for finding this one. But on the radio, I heard this uh, this lady was going camping with her family, and they were out in their tents and stuff, and she went to an outhouse to go to the bathroom, and when she sat on the toilet, she actually got bit, right? And so you're probably thinking, like, oh, she probably got bit by a snake or something, but come to find out, she runs back. She's like, oh my gosh, I got bit by something in there. And they find a bear cub trapped in the outhouse. I don't even know how it got there. Uh, I didn't dig into this story. It was just something that I should share. But obviously the thing like nibbled because if the thing hardcore bit her, that would have definitely hurt and left a left a mark for sure. But apparently she didn't even have like any, any like teeth marks or anything on her. So... Funny story there to start the day off, guys. I hope everybody's having a tremendous day. I am recording this on Sunday, and we're going to get into uh, the Ben Ashkin versus Jake Paul fight here. So I just I just thought I should start this one out here as the topic of conversation for today. Because this was, let's be honest, it wasn't like a, like a big fight, but a lot of people just were interested in this. Like I know my perspective here. I really didn't care who won. I would have liked to see see uh, Ben Askren win, although he didn't. So first round KO, Jake Paul defeats Ben Askren. Now this one, I don't know. It was it was just weird how this whole thing happened. I didn't watch it live. I actually watched it this morning from uh, the previously recorded fight. But Ben Askren was ready to go, right? He, he got knocked down, right? Came back up, took the mandatory eight count. Uh, the ref's sitting there like, hey, you good, you're good. And he's like shaking his head. He's moving, he's wobbling a little bit, right? But he's obviously ready to fight again. He's got his gloves up. He's ready to go. And next thing you know, the ref calls it. Like, like, come on. Like, you can't just call the call a fight like that. It's kind of like the whole situation with Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, how they, how they called that fight. That one was, I guess, a little bit more of, I don't know. I guess I could say I... I see that one a little bit more than I see this one, if I'm being completely honest. It's just a weird situation uh, that they would definitely call something like that within the first minute of the fight, like first two minutes of the fight, and they're already going to call it, especially when they hype things up to that magnitude. I just think it's crazy how they do that. But on my TikTok, guys, I actually did call out Jake Paul. Odds are he's probably not going to see my TikTok video, but... I, I figured I'd call him out. You know, I've I've boxed for six years on and off in the summers, mostly when I had my knee surgeries, trying to still move and keep my hand speed up for wrestling. So we'll see what happens with that. Probably most likely will not happen. But if he is smart and wanting to sh- prove that he's actually a solid boxer, then Jake Paul will take the Dylan Danis call out. So Dylan Danis, if you guys don't know who he, who he is, he was a UFC fighter and he was a tank, to say the least. He he still is a tank. He had a knee surgery I was not aware of, but Dylan Danis would definitely dominate him for sure. But again, somebody in my TikTok comment section mentioned that he uh, 
he should Jake Paul, meaning he uh, should take a fight with a boxer this time, like a legit boxer instead of like a UFC fighter, blah, 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 which I talked about before, man. Ben Askren's stand-up game was the worst aspect of his whole UFC fighting career. Like his stand-up game was horrible. He would only take people down because he was a because <clears throat> he was a wrestler. He, he was a two-time national champ and he was a Hodge Trophy winner. He was an Olympian. All the, so he was a stud wrestler, and so obviously wrestling's a great background to come into UFC with, and so he'd take people down and beat the crap out of them. That's pretty much all he'd do. So boxing fight wasn't the smartest idea for him to take. In reality, watching some of those interviews that Ben Askren did take, there was no other reason for him taking it besides a paycheck. He took He took the big paycheck, which, I don't know, smart thing for him to do. He got exposure, more exposure for himself. Uh, because Jake Paul does have a lot of followers, even though I don't like him at all. Uh, so he gave himself more exposure, gave his wife actually more exposure. So whole thing's just a little bit crazy there. But funny, funny thing that they did stop that when Ben Askren looked like he was ready to go. He looked like he was ready for the fight, but they stopped it. So moving on here, guys. I'm going to end this off with some wrestling talk. Because I started this as a predominantly wrestling podcast. I talk a lot about NFL stuff. But obviously NFL uh, season's not underway right now. So we're going to just stick with wrestling and miscellaneous topics, everything. But if I do somehow get that fight, guys, I'll for sure let you guys know that as well. But uh, anyway, let's go to the Olympic team trials here for men's freestyle. At 57 kilograms, we had Thomas Gilman against uh, Vito... Aruya, geez, I have such a hard time saying his name, Vito Aruya uh, from Cornell. Thomas Gilman actually beat him, which was a solid surprise for me, and I'm going to give you guys my in, uh, my perspective on this. I don't know if Thomas Gilman will be an Olympic champ this year. I think he has a decent chance, like, like most of these guys probably do, but I'm going to give you a yes or no if I think they're going to be Olympic champ. I don't think Thomas Gilman will be this year. Although he did look solid, he really did look solid. So it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. And then that's at fifty seven kilos. If we move to sixty five kilos, we had Jordan Oliver uh, defeat Joey McKenna. Jordan Oliver actually took out Yanni, which Yanni's a stud. So I'm I'm actually gonna give Jordan Oliver a shot here at winning an Olympic gold. But I I don't think it's gonna happen. I think he's obviously got a chance, just like everybody else does here. But I'm gonna say that. Uh, Jordan Oliver is not going to get it, not going to get it done here for us. But he is a good um, representative of the United States, especially after taking out Yanni. So he de- he definitely deserves to go for sure. And then at seventy four kilos, guys, the weight that everybody loves to sit here and analyze: Kyle Dake versus Jordan Burroughs. And Kyle Dake beat him two matches to none, which was insane in a lot of people's perspectives. But in my perspective, if I'm being completely honest, if you can ask some people that I talked to before, I had Kyle Dake winning that. Jordan Burroughs is still obviously a stud, and he always has been, but he's he's getting older, and Kyle Dake, I think, is legitimately in his prime. In the past couple of years, Kyle Dake has been on his prime for sure. So I, I'm taking Kyle Dake all the way and winning an Olympic gold medal. There's no, no hiccups there for me, or no red flags that tell... Tell me otherwise for Kyle Dake winning that. I definitely think he's going to take that for sure. Also, that throw that Kyle Dake had in the Challenge Tournament semis against Jason Nolf 
was insane. If you guys don't know that throw, look up Kyle Dake versus Jason Nolf on YouTube, and you will find the throw. It was solid. It was it was solid for sure. Now moving on to 86 kilograms, guys. We had David Taylor versus Bo Nickel. Two Penn State guys. David Taylor beat Bo Nickel there. I don't think that was a question at all going into that. Uh, Bo Nickel's solid, but David Taylor's just a different breed. And I think David Taylor's also going to win the Olympic gold medal for sure. Uh, so that, that'll be interesting. I think we'll have back-to-back Olympic champs there, just like what they did with the world championships. So that'll be something to watch out for, for sure. Represent Team USA well there, guys. I think they will. And then 97 kilos, we had Kyle Snyder against Colin Moore, two former Ohio State wrestlers. And let's just back up here because majority of people before the tournament weigh-ins started had Jaden Cox representing us at 97 kilos and um the the whole thing sucks with with him not making weight but i'm not gonna make an excuse for him i mean you you didn't make weight and he's trying to blame his coach i the whole situation is a little bit fishy to me like 13 minutes after weigh-ins were done he did make weight but that's not how it goes man at that level you have to be ready to make weight and a couple hours prior to that like i feel like you should be ready to do that when you're wrestling at that type of type of level for sure. So I, I don't, I don't know. I think, uh, I think Kyle Snyder, because Kyle Snyder ended up beating Colin Moore. I think he's going to represent Team United States uh, pretty well there for sure. He's won uh, Olympic, the Olympics before, so he's obviously a solid wrestler. But Jaden Cox, in my opinion, would have probably beat Kyle Snyder and maybe represented us a little bit better. But that's on him, guys. And I'm not making any excuses for him whatsoever. So moving on to 125 kilograms. We have Gable Stevenson uh, against Nick Gwizdowski, who uh, is a stud. Gwiz wrestled at North Carolina State and actually lost to Kyle Snyder in the NCAA championship. But Gable Stevenson defeated Nick uh, Gwizdowski easily, easily. And Gable Stevenson, man, he is a tank. He was a co-Hodge Trophy winner with uh, Spencer Lee this year. So it's pretty interesting to see that whole thing happen there. And uh, and I I honestly didn't see him defeating Gwiz in the style that he did defeat Gwiz. I, it was pretty pretty awesome to see, and definitely left left me in awe. And I definitely think Gable Stevenson is going to be the third Olympic gold medalist for the United States. So I've got I got Kyle Dake, I got David Taylor, and I got Gable Stevenson all being the ones that uh that are going to be the Olympic champions for the united states that this uh this year's it's coming coming olympics guys so good luck to team usa and everything and that they're uh coming into here i can't wait to see how that thing's that whole tournament's gonna go guys i i really think that gable's for sure gonna take it in the fashion that he beat gwiz i really think that david taylor's gonna take it he beat bo nickel pretty easily and then Kyle Dake, man, he actually handled Jordan Burroughs, who's still one of the most explosive wrestlers in the game today. So he's he's obviously a tank, and uh, I think those are going to be the three. I think Kyle Snyder has a chance. I think everybody on Team USA has a chance. Everybody's obviously solid if you're making it on the Olympic team for the United States. But some other countries, man, they, they're, they're solid. They wrestle freestyle all year around, and we have a lot of college kids that are coming up. And I think we'll be representing us in the near future for the Olympics here in the next uh, four years or three years. I think they're still going to stick with 2024 for sure. And so if we move on here, guys, 
The last thing I'm going to talk about is my wrestling career here. April 30th, I'm going out to Iowa, and I'm going to try. If you, if I take top seven there, I go to the World Team Trials, the Junior World Team Trials for wrestling there, and I love freestyle. Freestyle is my favorite style to wrestle, so I'm really looking forward to this, guys. I really think I have an opportunity to make it to the World Team Trials and represent Team USA for the Junior Worlds. So I'm really looking forward to that, guys. I hope everybody enjoyed episode 13 and i hope you all have a tremendous day guys also going back to my sponsor gladiator cornhole gear they just dropped the equalizer new cornhole bags make sure to go cop those in my bio guys click my link in my instagram bio or my tiktok bio and you guys will for sure uh see see those bags up there and make sure you snag those before they they sell out because those are some sweet new bags that they're that they're coming out with guys so make sure you go click that use my code sursage for 10% off your order and i hope you all have a tremendous day guys peace yeah.